0: The Dragon Reread is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club.
1: Did you know that armadillos are generally waterproof because they secrete a waxy substance? In fact, the art of skiing was invented by the Teutons in the Cherbourg Forest when they strapped armadillos to their feet in order to go water skiing on local bodies of water. Uh, They stopped using armadillos pretty quickly, though, because it turns out once you have an armadillo attached to your foot, it's almost impossible to remove it. (laughs) <laughs> I <didn't> know that.
0: <laughs> For more armadillo related facts and to unlock bonus content, please check us out at patreon.com armadillo podcasting club.
1: Wheel of Time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become podcasts. Hello there, welcome to The Dragon Reread, where we're rereading Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels. I am Jeff Lake.
0: I'm Alice Sullivan. And
1: I'm Mike Sparkman. And today we're going to cover chapters 10 through 12 of Lord of Chaos, book 6 of The Wheel of Time. Previously, Elaine
2: and Nynaeve have settled into their new lives as underappreciated badasses at their wizard school. They take a class of Aes Sedai on a Dreamland field trip, and shit goes a little Saw 3, until Elaine can bust everyone out. Back in reality land, Nynaeve goes for a walk. And the Tower in Exile gets a message from the not-in-exile tower. I don't know how we differentiate. The two. There's the Tower in Exile, the Tower not-in-exile, oh, whatever. Tower 1, Tower 2. Yeah, Tower 1 and Tower 2. Which one's number 1? One? Uh, both are. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, then we spend a whole lot of time watching Neal catch up on current events while
1: Morghese goes falconing. Yeah, that happened. That's it. All right. Chapter 10, a saying in the Borderlands, with the icon of a dragon. So... Rand is ruling Camelin day to day. We see a bunch of stuff about him doing rulership stuff. He's musing about retirement plans and whether those are still happening or right. not. Right, yeah, he cares a lot about the pensioners, <laughs> yeah.
2: which is pretty boring. But he did learn that uh, air conditioning trick that everyone's always going on about. Yeah, this
1: I am 100% on Tame's side now. Yeah. I don't care how sketchy this dude is. He taught Rand how to not feel the heat. I would and, do anything to have that skill. Yeah. Yes. would you worship the great lord for that?
0: Probably.
1: I mean, in Texas? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just think about how much you'd save on electricity. Yeah, so even if he's a dark friend, I think he's still MVP. And we get various news from Bashir and Baal, the A'il. There's a bunch of dragon-sworn riots, which we know are actually the, the White Cloak provocateurs. Right. And there's a bunch of news about Rand's miracles, which are still going on, you know, good miracles and bad miracles. And there's a bunch of Yeah, there's a bunch of rumors of Aes Sedai in the city, including one who supposedly takes in and heals cats. Oh, that's familiar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very familiar, because one of the black Aja likes to do that. And she's a bad person, despite healing cats. He's getting
2: his first tastes of local rebellion as well, and I guess he's decided he's going to start jailing dissenters or something?
1: Yeah, I mean... How else do you deal with this stuff? I mean, it is a classic from the authoritarian playbook, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> he needs a propaganda arm. Yeah. He needs
2: Asmodian. I know, right? Aww. He needs that guy to go around playing music for him and right. making everyone be like, "Oh
1: man, this guy's so smart." Rand <laughs> so great, Rand so great. I <laughs> was
0: saying we need to have a Rand theme song.
1: RAND-RAND RAND-RAND <laughs> rand, randy, randy, rand, rand, randy, rand, randy, rand. Maybe a better one. Than th- that.
0: The dragon, the dragon.
2: That's pretty good too. We'll keep working.
1: Rand is a dragon and dragons are great. Rand is still avoiding Avienda for some reason. I forgot why he's avoiding Avienda. I think it's because he likes her. And, um, I don't know. I mean, he's
2: decided that anyone he likes, he's going to kill or something. I don't know. It's, mm. it's, it feels pretty dumb. It's a, it's a little frustrating. I still can't decide whether him ignoring her. It's more or less annoying than, than just, like,
1: hanging out together.
0: Significantly less annoying. Less
1: annoying. Because it goes by quicker. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this whole chapter, he's thinking about the saying in the Borderlands, which is the old one, the, the saying about how death and duty are both quantities with a certain weight value, which are relative <laughs> to each other in a relatively important way. I don't think we've heard that before. Is that, in, is that a new thing? <laughs> it's in the Borderlands. <laughs> it's recently introduced. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's talking about, he's basically thinking about how boring it is to sit around ruling Camelin. which he's right. It's boring. Yeah. I mean, conquering is, is lots of fun. Ruling is no fun
2: at all. Yep. He'd rather die. That's what that saying means. (laughs) That's right. I'd rather die than be a stupid king. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But we do get an answer to another question that we had had about like the prevalence of Aes Sedai. Uh, I think we talked about the numbers, like the raw numbers, because we're always kind of trying to figure out what the deal is. And so we know that there's approximately 300-ish that are out in the wild, right? Yeah. But we know that they're not just hanging out in cities because it's noteworthy that two Aes Sedai show up in his city.
1: Yeah. So there must not be any Aes Sedai in the cities. Where are these fucking Aes Sedai? I don't know. Maybe most of them are hiding better than these couple that he heard a rumor of. Yeah. Maybe hearing about two means the 12 have passed through. That's a good point. Maybe there's the ones that just didn't know to hide. Or maybe actually there's a bunch of ones that are out like, uh, what's the guy's name? Like Radagast the Brown, who are just sort of living out doing wizard stuff on their own, like hermits. That's... Seems like a, there'd be a lot of them that would do that, right? Like those uh, those two researchers that Moraine knew. But yeah, what there's just a small going, town, right?
0: Wouldn't they be going though to places where there are people in order to find documents?
1: Yeah, probably. But maybe they're just researchers doing their own thing, and they don't—they only check in in town every ten years or something.
0: Mm-hmm. And we know there's a farm too because they send the the naughty accepted and novices there. Yeah,
1: yeah, punishment farm. The I think one, that's near Tar They, on though, they isn't farm it? pain.
0: The ones I'm mm-hmm. most curious about are the Blue Aja, because if their whole thing is like justice and quests and things, where are they going?
1: That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, right? You, you'd expect them to be all over Rand, right? Like flies on... Uh, on shit? <laughs> <laughs> like a thing on other things that those things are attracted to.
0: <laughs> well said.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the Blue Aja could all just be in Saladar. I mean, like, uh, I think that they said that they put the message out among the Blue Aja networks to have all
1: of the Blue Aja go to Saladar, right? So, Rand gets news of two Aes Sedai who have recently showed up and goes to see them because he's trying to establish relationships with the White Tower because Bashir is always telling him that he needs Aes Sedai on his side. And turns out it's Varen and Alana, who are staying at an inn with a whole bunch of Two Rivers girls they can channel. Yeah, that's kind of nifty, except
2: uh, they don't know about this whole situation, which is awkward. They're like, hey, what have you been up to? He's like, oh, you know, just... Dragon things, This and that. Here's my IEO buddy.
0: And they're like, oh, you're so full of yourself, you wool-headed man, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Yeah.
2: In typical Two Rivers fashion.
0: Good. It's been a while since we've had one of the Two Rivers women berating Rand for being full of himself. Oh, I thought this was
1: kind of sweet, you know? Because Rand is this totally different, crazy, mad wizard king now. But he, he meets these girls who don't know who he is, who aren't cautious around him like his friends are now. And they're all, they all treat him like, oh, you lovable woolhead.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I thought that was cool. It's, I mean, it, it probably makes him feel pretty good for a little bit, actually,
2: because from his perspective, I think that's something that he misses. Like, the, the people who don't treat him like the dragon. It's, one of the, it's certainly one of the reasons that he still talks to Matt the way he does, I think, is because mm-hmm. Matt's one of the few people who remembers him from
1: before. Yeah, and I also thought this scene, it highlighted what, how much Rand has changed, which was pretty cool. And also it reminded us of what the Aes Sedai and their warders used to be like, mm-hmm. right? They used to be this really impressive thing. And now the we keep seeing the Aes Sedai as being these kind of uh, catty dimwits, mm-hmm. which is what they are in Saladar and in the tower. But when Viren and Alana come in, maybe it's just Viren who's awesome. They sort of take control of the room very easily and they, they start manipulating Rand right away and they're very mysterious and the warders are like, move around like a... A cat with a spine of iron, ready to do violence at any moment or something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool.
2: I wonder if, if it's just a difference in perspective, because I think that Aes Sedai, Well, first of all, they're used to dealing with people who attribute all that mystery uh, and power to them, mm. which is probably fair in most situations. If you're a normie dealing with an Aes Sedai, you don't want to cross them because they'll, I do turn your skin inside out or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Rand's achieved this level where he doesn't have to worry about that. So none of their bullying works on him. Well, speaking line.
1: of. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, so they, they get him into a room with just them. And they start giving him some Aes Sedai bullshit. Like, oh, you you can't, you don't have any influence on the Aes Sedai. Stop trying to make Saladar do what you want. You have no right to have an opinion about it, anything. And sort of while he's distracted, Alana bonds him as a warder. Oh my God, this pissed me off. Yeah. I was like, what the actual fuck? This is such bullshit. I was so, I was so upset by that. Yeah, this is really awful and my immediate reaction was he should kill her immediately.
0: Yes, I have written in my book, kill
1: her. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, why? Been, I mean like, in my notes.
0: Why doesn't he?
1: This I'm is not, not sure this he can. Can? Well, this is a, like, this is not just a violation and is, this is a threat to the entire future of the world if she starts fucking with his head. Mm. Yeah. Right. I don't know that we understand the bond between an Aes Sedai and a warder well enough to know what the effects on him would be if
2: he kills her. I'm not sure he can.
1: Yeah, they, I mean, they say that you know, if, if the Aes Sedai dies, the warder goes out and gets themselves killed or something. Usually. I mean, And that's maybe because of like their, yeah. their attachment to oaths. We don't know. I mean,
2: it could be that he, I, I, we know that there's a, a connection that they can feel what each other's feeling. So depending on what he does to her, it may have some other effect on him. But,
0: uh, well, it's also creepy, too, because... She can transfer his bond to someone else without his permission.
2: Also true. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, man, how's Elaine going to feel about all that? Ooh, probably Probably not too friendly. Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, just he should react immediately with violence because. He doesn't know what she's going to start doing with him. Can she mind control him this way? We don't even know what her powers are at this point.
0: The only thing I can think, and none of this excuses it, is that she figured that one of the Reds was going to bond him or something. Well, we know the Reds
1: won't do that. Like, well, okay, explicitly. somebody else
0: who's in the in the old tower oh, yeah. didn't well, they, they
1: might have bonded him just to control him. Remember that's I, what she says. Oh yeah, on, I, is I, that- I suspect that's the deal. Unless she's Black
2: Agar, which I don't even know. I suspect that she's like I suspect both of them. At any given point, but I suspect about everyone at any given point. I, th- I still think Sherry is Black Aja, but you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like if she's Black Aja, that's a problem too, right? I mean, like she could, we don't know what kinds of things that she's trying to do, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I was very upset by that particular. Yeah. Extremely frustrating. But he he just sort of says, oh, now I'm mad at you. And he leaves. Yeah, he runs away, and he he does. I guess he kind of exerts, shows them the extent of his power by like immediately like sealing their powers and saying, "Yeah, don't do this." You know. Yeah, that was kind of.
1: I, I I could feel like they would have been freaked out by that because they, they yeah they tried to shield him immediately, but he's so much more powerful than they are. Like they have no idea what they're dealing with. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: he should have killed them immediately, or at least not just one. Alana. I think he should have killed both of them. Yeah. Even Varin? Yeah. I like, I Varen. like Varen. No witnesses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean except all the people in the common room Is are gonna kill all them too mm. he, could be, he could just come out and be like hey somebody blew up these two ice to before i got there <laughs> their heads pop like like melons or something i don't know it's really weird
0: or he could like travel and leave their bodies somewhere else
1: that's, be that's like true. oh
0: sorry they just left town like who's I, gonna know
1: i and guess the warders would true. be a problem too fair
0: enough there are warders. i forgot about that
1: He could kill them too then i guess and and then, maybe everybody
2: at the end, just to be sure. But all those I think he'd have a trouble a little trouble killing all those two rivers people, including Matt's
1: sister. <laughs> well, that's why he's got you know, he's got Lu Theron on tap, right? He could just switch over when oh, the yeah. job needs to get dirty. Yeah, he doesn't Luz Theron like to melt. And he likes and killing sisters. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he loves killing family. It's just
2: like his favorite thing. It's in his name, isn't he? Called Kinslayer?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, he likes killing kin. So instead of doing anything to him, he just sort of shouts at them and leaves and on his way out he he demonstrates to the two Rivers girls that he's the dragon reborn and, and freaks them all out and it's really sad. Yeah, it's a little bit of a wizard tantrum. But I have to say, on this, like the this scale of ways
2: to demonstrate your wizard powers this is slightly above immolating furniture. Because like in the past he's immolated furniture. Oh, that's true. So he, like immolating he, furniture dangling
1: people and then what is it weaving a, a rose out of gold on your mantle or something? That's right. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, and I also noted that Bashir is still ice cold about this. <laughs> he's still like, oh yeah, okay, so are we done here? Yeah, let's go back <laughs> to the palace.
0: <laughs> I think that this was the most infuriating and weakest chapter that I have read in a very long time. Oh yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, was that? Well, like we said, I think it was incredibly boring because he's just kind of like wandering around thinking about all these things that are just not that interesting. Mm-hmm. And, then the, and then even Al- Alana's reaction when he gets mad at her for bonding him, like she has the balls to get like pissed off at him afterwards mm-hmm. after he did this thing to her i mean it's like assault it really is in a lot of ways
2: i i, I agree i don't know that he sees it that way but i certainly did I it, it felt very like um it felt very like intrusive into his like everything about him you it's know?
0: incredibly intrusive and i don't think his reaction made any sense at all i don't if he like why would he just be like, oh, well, I can always remove you from the source again. Maybe I should, but not really. And then he just kind of walks off. Like, uh, what?
2: All I can figure is that he still has a thing about hurting women.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. That has been leaned on way the fuck too much. I,
2: I agree, but I think it's it's still, if you were like plotting a a, a character traits of Rand, that's one of his things. and And whether it makes sense or not, I still think it doesn't make any sense because he's been surrounded by these... I yield women who are just badasses, but he doesn't. He still doesn't like using them. Mm-hmm. I think it, it as ridiculous as it is. It's just a trait of his character that he can't do anything to women.
0: Sure, but we just we get no explanation. We get nothing inside of his head for why he chooses to be the way he does. I mean, is it possible that he wants to have the quote unquote good Sedai on his side, and he knows that killing her would remove them? Like what? What? what
2: why? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it it could be. I, it's hard for me to say why he, he doesn't react more strongly to this because I think just walking away from it like there's no one doing this as far as we know mm-hmm.
0: yeah, So it
1: seems like we all reacted much more strongly than he did
0: yeah. yeah yeah. but if you just summarize the events of this chapter it's just lame so then she bonds him and he gets mad and he's like well I could could you know take off your flow with side end but I won't and then he goes back out there and they're like you're not the dragon and he's like well I'm just gonna lift you up with my magic the end yeah. It was a dumb chapter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wonder like what let's say that he can't kill Alana, what would be the the, the right thing for him to do?
1: Shielding her permanently mm-hmm. would be a thing. Also, I, I plan A would be crush her up in a little ball and throw her in her trash, right? Yeah. Plan B for me would be take her with you so that she can't track you remotely and Fuck with you remotely I kind of wonder Why he didn't do that And also Also like Start grilling her For information About how to undo this Or whatever Yeah So chapter 11 Lessons and teachers Icon of the dragon's fang So we get Viren Viren chapter Have we ever had A Viren chapter before? I think like
2: One before Where we We didn't learn anything Okay I know that we We've had Viren around Quite a bit I didn't know if we'd ever Had one for her From her perspective But I really do like Viren Yeah I like Viren a lot
1: I'm such a practical person (laughs) Yeah uh, she, We find out that she's apparently... Something about this is something she's been working on for 70 years. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't say what it is. But, okay. And and it's probably connected with Rand, right? Yeah. With dragon.
2: But this also tells us something about uh, Isidai age, which is another question we've had kind of open. Mm-hmm. So, how old is Viren then?
0: She's got to be at least 90. Probably more, because we don't know when she started working on this. Yeah.
1: So Sedai can live... Yeah, hundreds of years. I think this is probably why someone like Alana could do something like that to a person because they don't see us short-lived people, you know, us Mayflies as being, like, as important, you know? Yeah. Because they just watch people come and go and die.
0: Well, they. I remember when they first described her, and they're talking about that she had some white in her hair, which was an indication that she was much older than a lot of the other Aes Sedai. Yeah. So if she is only 90, like, that isn't that much longer.
1: Yeah, but I... Well, my impression is that she's like two
2: hundred years old. Mm-hmm. She's really, really old. And and if white is just starting to appear in your hair, that's something that happens to normal humans at a, you know forty or fifty. Mm-hmm. So I mean, at least double, probably right. But uh, yeah, but but that's an interesting point. If she's been working on this for seventy years, we know that the prophecy of the dragon hasn't even been around that long, right? Or or the prophecy that Moraine overhears. In the White Tower happened when she was a, uh, a girl, a girl, which we know is about 20 years ago because it happened during the Isle War. Right. So Viren's been working on something long before any of that stuff even started happening, which is interesting. Right?
1: Yeah. So what is this about? Yeah. So Alana and Viren discuss kind of what to do about the rebel Aes Sedai and Rand. Uh, Viren was not in on the plan to just bond Rand for no reason. Uh, but she's not kind of against it either. You know? Well, oh I, that's interesting. It's difficult to tell with
2: Viren because she doesn't react to things. Like she's watching we it, it, even in her own mind it's difficult to tell how much she what her opinions are about this uh, cuz she seems more interested in manipulating Alana.
1: Yeah, I mean maybe the right metaphor for Sedai like Viren is that they're gardeners where they're they're just sort of watching things happen and they occasionally make a change but most of the time they're just sort of seeing what's going on. Yeah. Uh, so Varen and Alana make another secret plan that we don't know what it is. Yeah.
2: But but yeah, it's it's always interesting to see what she's up to because she's doing her own thing. Like she's not on anyone's side as far as I can tell, except just doing her own thing. I've always thought or
1: pictured Varen as like a grandmotherly hippie, uh-huh. you know, the kind of like, like loose, like long, like, wavy like long, long, wavy hair, you know, like loose clothing, you know, like living in a house with stained glass windows, <laughs> I, I've always thought
2: of her more as like a little bit more reserved, you know, like her hair is tied back and she's kind of uh, quiet and like 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 eagle-eyed, just like watching everything.
0: Mm. I thought of her more like the absent-minded professor.
1: Mm. Mm. Like Trelawney?
0: Yes, like Trelawney.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so after this, Rand goes and visits the farm. because This is his Dumbo response. I'm just going to get as far away from them as I can. Meanwhile, moving exactly to the location I would least want Alana to know about. Yeah, I know. It's it, and it's interesting. He's
2: he's. I think he moves lo- this way to see like testing the bond. Mm-hmm. Except, why would you move to a secret location to test your bond, right? Yeah, he's.
1: I thought he was smarter than this.
2: Uh, he's not taking this bonding thing very well, but he's also not handling it very intelligently. I think mm-hmm. uh, for a lot of reasons. I mean, we we the the, the yeah. his reaction to begin with is is foolish, I think. Yeah.
1: But. Although I guess it was a shock and he's under a lot of pressure. Who knows how you would actually react in the moment. That's a good point. I guess I don't really blame him for having like a really uh, shocked
2: and, and panicked reaction. Right.
0: We also know that Alana would have uh, bonded Perrin if she could have, except Fael said she would murder her.
1: Mm, right. Uh, yeah. Another victory for Fail. We love mm-hmm. Fail. Yeah. Right we now. like her now. Yeah. <laughs> Fahil has grown on me. You know, she's, she's turned around. Complete 180. <laughs> So Rand is upset about Alana's bonding and is somewhat insane in this chapter. Yeah, he's, uh, he's getting that, that loose Theron influence is becoming more pronounced, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and Mazram Tame is training the students, I guess you would say, at the farm. He's training them super hard. Yeah. I really liked this. this like their first lesson, right? Is you pick up a stone and then you blow it up because it, that's how you blow up heads. Lesson <laughs> one, blow up heads. <laughs> <laughs> blowing up a head is not that different from blowing up a rock.
2: And, and I guess it's going well, right? Like, like, Rand's instructions were essentially weaponize these people as fast as possible. So yeah. the first tricks he's te- teaching them are like, kill with your powers. Yeah. yeah.
0: You don't think that Varen and Alana are trying to weaponize the, the all the girls from the two rivers? No,
2: I don't think so. I think that they are interested in bringing in a bunch of uh, new Aes and growing the numbers one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And I think that they see this, this huge recruitment class as a, as a boon, but I don't think their intention is to...
1: Do you treat them any different than they do in normal novels? Although, mm-hmm. it's somewhat ironic that she doesn't know that Saladar is taking older recruits now. Because she was thinking, we could have doubled this number if we took two years older. Oh, that's true, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But I think, too, Varon and Alana remind us that it takes 13 Aes Sedai to still a man. Mm-hmm. And they're going out and grabbing all these women that... Rand is probably not going to attack because he knows them.
2: It doesn't wow. take no no that's it super devious. It doesn't take thirteen Ice I to It takes thirteen I
1: think thirteen female Sedai are guaranteed to be able to
2: overpower a man. That's the idea. Mm, okay. Yeah. But I think I think one Aes Sedai can still someone else depending on the power uh,
1: differential. Yeah. Yeah. But but you're right. Like that if one was devious, you, what you would do is go make a bunch of Aes Sedai that Rand has emotional connection to. That's a good point, yeah. And Varen is extremely devious. Yes. So he's, she's going to, te-
2: the first thing she's going to teach them is how to, how to, uh, what's it called? I mean, share their powers. Oh, Link. Link, link.
1: yeah. First thing she's going to teach them is how to link. <laughs> and then, right. hey, kids, yeah. just, uh, we teach and you And he trick. just did them a favor by freaking them all out and, and making them all kind of afraid of him instead of thinking of him as their childhood companion. Yeah. And
0: remember, they also collected Matt's little sister, too. Yep. So that might be a connection for Matt there. I oh, mean, my God. Are they going to be taking these girls hostage? That <laughs> That's
2: community? so mean. That's so mean. And they could probably convince him that they're helping save the world. You know, we got to stop Rand. He's going crazy. Yeah. It's for his own good.
1: This is a Two Rivers problem. Yeah. Two Rivers needs to take care of it. That's right. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's, I hadn't thought of that. That is mm. a very dark interpretation. <laughs>
0: I bet they're making up that whole thing about, like, and the blood of and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I think they're just like, let's go find his... <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, you have the
0: power too, sure.
1: Yeah, these are just yeah. marginal cases they wouldn't take otherwise, but yeah, 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 you can get close to them. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but Tame is uh, revealing that he's a bloodthirsty motherfucker, because when Rand starts talking about this, he's like, let me go pop their heads. It's <laughs> like the first reaction, Oh, yeah, right? it's like, I'll oh, we'll go kill him. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. He's a mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and which is... I don't know. He's right.
1: He <laughs> should do that. Maybe. I mean, it's just... I. I I'm astounded that that's his first reaction. So at this point, there, there's a point in this chapter where Tame refers to Rand's Aiel as his so-called Aiel. What do you think that's about? I think he's a Forsaken. This just flipped my Forsaken detector, my Forsadar. Oh. <laughs> because the Aiel would mean something different to because they Because they're from the old time when, when the Aiel were, yeah, oh. were totally different. So he's like, Aiel, so-called Aiel.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Because why else would he call them so-called? Yeah. I just
2: thought it was because he didn't actually believe that Rand went to the... The Waste, because he's like...
1: Oh, maybe that's it. He just doesn't think they're just real Aiel. Yeah. It also could be because he knows the uh, the old tongue, and Aiel means servant or something like that, dedicated. And, I can't remember. And so he might just be making an old tongue joke. Does Tame know the old tongue? Yeah, because he's a forsaken.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, and he's a... Apparently he wants to,
1: like, drum up a wizard press gang, essentially, right? Uh, he does, yeah. He wants to go town to town, and and tell people that they're joining the dragon. Uh-huh. But, and then test them and, like, shunt them onto the farm if they can channel. Yeah. Which Rand doesn't want to do because that would freak everybody out. If people are teleporting into towns and stealing children? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, they would not like that. <laughs> stealing
2: for the dragon's army. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know if he's forsaken, but I really don't trust Tame, And I think that Rand is making a big mistake having all these, these wizard soldiers... That Tame is training. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I wrote danger at the bottom where Absolutely, He was yeah. like, "You, I'll give you your horses, you need to go do that.
1: So these yeah. people are going to be loyal to Tame and not Rand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and Lus Theron and Telamon still hates Tame. Still is gibbering insanely whenever Tame shows up. Don't trust him. Kill him, kill him, kill him, kill him, mm-hmm. kill
0: him. <laughs> Maybe Lus Theron knows something.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, Lus Theron... It- I would say be careful about trusting Luce Theron too much because he is actually insane, right? Sure. And he did kill his all of his family. And, you know. But but you know, he makes a point. He does talk about Rand's pride, which is what led him to get uh, he should not have let an Aes Sedai put her hands on him one way or yeah. the other, right? Even if she didn't bond
1: him, she could have done any number of things to kill him right there. Yeah. Yep. Especially an Aes Sedai he doesn't know that well. He's ridden with Moraine, he's ridden with Vera, and he's not ridden with Alana. Yeah, that's true. So chapter 12, Questions and Answers, Icon of the Tarvalon Flame. So I thought there was a cool duology between the last chapter and this one, actually, just in theming, you know, it's lessons and teachers, and questions and answers. And it's the, the Fang and the Flame, right? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, it's a neat little touch. I didn't notice that. That's good authoring right there. <laughs> yeah, I did not, even, did not even notice. So Elaine and naive are trying to listen in on the Hall's deliberations about Elida's message, and failing, because the I said I have thought of that. Because they taught him how to to deal with eavesdropping already yeah and I guess Mogedian
2: knows some special tricks for listening at a distance through a ward but she's like yeah you know,
1: we learned that mogedian knows how to wear to she calls it like weaving a hole through wards and barriers mm-hmm. and shields
2: which makes perfect sense because mogedian is is the spider right yeah she's, yeah she's the one that's off in the in the
1: in the in the shadows, doing things under the under the hood. Yeah, know. she says that's how she got out of that shielded situation. Naive put her in, which is another reason not to have her sitting around. Because like, if anybody in all of history could figure out a way out of this, Adam, it's her, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I, ever, I think it was you, Jeff, who
2: mentioned it last time. But ever since then, I've been thinking about what a precarious situation they're in and how cavalier they're being with this. Yeah, just like, oh yeah, it's fine, you know. She's she's our pet forsaken. She's just hanging out. Mm-hmm. She like Asmodian was one thing because he was locked down via Forsaken in a way that everyone kind of was pretty confident about. But again, they're using an Adam that Elaine made from scratch, and we know
1: that Elaine's tools that she makes from scratch are, are right. not as not as reliable you know, as the originals. Even the original manufacturers, the manufacturers of the Adam are much lower in power and sophistication than the original Forsaken I Sedai. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is so, such a precarious situation, and it feels like they are—they don't yeah, get that at all. They should like keep her in a cave or whatever.
0: The only thing I can think that might help is that Magetian does not work with other people, and she's gonna need somebody else's help to get out of that collar, right? Well, I wouldn't assume oh, so. We, I mean, we,
1: we we think, think so.
0: I mean, it's still super risky, but uh, yeah.
2: I, I I guess we don't. the The only thing, and Elaine makes this point. The only thing that is in their favor is that channeling it all while you're wearing an adam. Causes you discomfort or pain yeah. or sickness. I don't remember what. Yeah. So maybe she can't even test the bonds. Maybe. Oh you
1: know, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe she can't. That's what Elaine says. But again, that's yeah. We don't what know. Is, what does Elaine know? What? Is and it? of course, Mogadon's not going to tell her any different if it's not working right. Yep. So after Elaine leaves with the bracelet, there's this really creepy scene where Mogedian like drops the mask and starts threatening Nynaeve and manipulating her. Because she's been so cringing so far. I know. And I already thought it was creepy how with the Adam, they could sense that her emotions were not the same as the emotions that she was showing on her face. Mm-hmm. Yep. But in this scene, like, it's clear that she's just playing a game for time, right? She's not cowed. She's not broken. Not at all. Yep. And, and she's telling
2: naive she's playing Nynaeve perfectly. And it's, yeah. it's frustrating because, like, Nynaeve's... Nynaeve knows that she should not listen to Moghedeon ever. We know what Moghedeon is like. Nynaeve knows what Moghedeon is yeah. like. And there's like 0% chance that you can trust anything that she says. But she seems to be taking it, that stuff. And yeah. Whether she says it or not, she immediately takes what Moghedeon says to heart. Yeah, she does what Moghedeon wants her
1: to do, apparently. Yep.
0: Here's what I'm curious about. We know that when you're wearing the Adam, you cannot attack the person, the do- dominée. Yeah, you know you cannot attack them, but can you attack other random people? Because Nynaeve is not wearing the the bracelet at that point. You,
2: you can't because you can't use your power. But
0: could could Mogedian just, like, shove a knife into Nynaeve right now? That's a good question. I don't yeah. remember what the rules are for people? that. I
2: I would think not, but we there's no way for us to know the answer to that because in the Shanshan world, they're physically connected, so there's not a situation where... The Damani and the uh, Adam wouldn't be in the same room. Or... Well, mm-hmm. yeah. You can, you
0: can, like, hang it up and leave. And but they
2: can't move, right?
0: I remember Egwene saying that once you can't use anything as a weapon, and once she even thought it, considered using, like, a water pitcher to uh, to crack over the head of her captor. She got really sick oh, and couldn't use the water yeah. pitcher anymore or something like That's that. That's a good point.
1: But it was her captor that she was thinking
0: exactly. about. Exactly. So does that work for non-captor? I would
1: assume so. I don't know. Well, they don't know. Yeah,
0: they don't know. <laughs> That's
2: a great point. They have no idea. <laughs> yeah. And they're relying on this... this Thing that they don't understand that well to as their sole protection against having their minds flayed by, you know, a forsaken.
0: Yeah, and if Moghedeon doesn't know any of the rules, that means she's got an open mind and can be thinking of plenty of different ways she can get around this, right?
1: So, yeah. So, so Nynaeve has to go do some chores. Um, there's so, a bunch of rumors going around, I guess. Yeah, Saladar is a pressure cooker. Yeah. yeah, this is this is a problem.
2: there, it, it sounds like uh, the White Tower has agents
1: in... Saladar? Well, yeah, but of course they do, right? Because all these people came from the White Tower. They, this, the White Tower surely had agents in in the White Tower for the other Ajahs, right? Yeah. They probably were spying on each other as much as they were spying on anybody else. There's just a, there's this one part where this random guy starts saying, Well,
2: I'd say Elijah's fine, Emerlin," you know? Mm-hmm. Who would... Why would they say that? Who would say that if they weren't being directly paid by the White Tower, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I... You know, I don't know if it's 100% because they are about to march to war, right? So I, I could imagine somebody who's attached to these people being like, I don't want to go to war. So why don't we just accept Elida, even though we don't like her?
2: Um, okay. It's All not right. exactly what he said, but. Yeah, he says, uh, I say Elida's fine, Amaralyn, as fine as any. He did not murmur to his companion. He spoke loudly, trying hard not to look around to see who had heard him. Mm. I was wondering if that's like, go see, that say could... this go say this phrase. I think she then even, even says something like. Uh, he wanted to be overheard. Um, she had heard something word for word, similar, uh, spoken by other people. It sounds to be, oh, my yeah. interpretation of that was that the white tower is literally sending people in to say,
1: you know, the people are saying it word for word. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like these are, these are just sort of plants.
0: And we hear more s- weird things that are happening. Two headed calves, men smothered by swarms of flies. All the children in a village disappearing in the middle of the night. What? Like one of these things is not like the others. What the fuck? <laughs> Where are all these children go? Uh,
1: I mean, this could be. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's Rand. Rand. It's bubbles. Dark one bubbles.
0: Well, yeah, but so are the kids just disappearing out of the they, pattern
1: i mean they could have gone i mean maybe like they show up a hundred years later or something like that my, not aged
0: my thought is that they might be going to show a goal um like the <gasps> those poor people at the ah, beginning oh damn they're be,
2: they're for uh mere draw blades yeah oh, no maybe
0: they're even stronger if it's like the blood of the innocents oh, man, oh, man i wouldn't be
1: surprised it's so sad <sighs> so naive is still trying to figure out what's going on because if the if the Saladar Aes decided to go back to Alida, she wants to book it, go back to Rand. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. I think that's, I mean, I, I think that's a good thought if it didn't come from
2: Mogedian. <laughs> you know, like, this, she's doing this because Mogedian's like, you should go to Rand. <laughs>
1: and she's like, shut up, Mogedian, I should go to Rand.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, and also we learned something that is crazy to me. Mogedian's still taking care of those kids.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, is this not
2: a
1: terrible idea?
0: Because and she and she says, oh well, eventually they'll realize it's not their real mother.
1: Yeah, right. Eventually those those kids are talking now, right? Yeah, they're running out and laughing and screaming. They're better, so eventually they're going to say, oh, we don't know who that is. She's just I mean,
2: well, that's not the end of the world though, because their kid, they're orphans from a riot, and a woman takes them in. That's, yeah, but i sure that's lots
1: of. is right. If somebody starts pulling on that thread, it could be go real bad real mm-hmm. fast. That is true. That is true. So Nynaeve tries to enlist Birgitta in her plan to spy on the hall, mm-hmm. and Birgitta says, "Fuck no, mm-hmm. I am not spying on. No, I said for you." <laughs> she's like, "I did that once. It did not go well for me." Yeah,
2: and there's some like catty bullshit with Arena, who I couldn't remember who Arena is. I guess she was one of the women who
1: yeah could pick up in the, the hunter for the horn, the uh, one that was more adventurous. Okay. So now I guess Arena used to idolize Nynaeve, and now she's idolizing Bergita. And she's and, like super jealous yeah, of Naive. It doesn't like Naive anymore. I don't, I don't understand the point of
2: this. They, they kind of lean down a little bit, and I don't understand what they're getting at. I, I think
1: it's just characterization. I've known people like that in real life okay. who sort of would attach themselves to a person and then would move on and attach themselves to another person. And they, they had like one friend at a time. I see. Just how they operated. Okay. Well, it seems to piss Naive off a lot. Yes. Yeah. Well, what doesn't?
2: But <laughs> <Touché. laughs> Brigitte is into Uno. Is, is, nah. I can't. I couldn't tell if she was actually into him or if Nynaeve was just, like, not giving her the, right. the credit. But no, I mean, she doesn't say a well-set-up, well-set-up man. man, which I don't know exactly what that means, but I suspect it has to do with, you know.
1: That means he's fat, but I like him. <laughs>
0: well, he's probably not dissimilar to Gaidol Kane.
1: Yeah, right? Of he, all the people in the book, he's the most like Gaidol Kane. Yeah,
0: he's older. He's probably not very attractive. He's kind of craggy.
1: You know, maybe oh. he is Alcane.
0: I consider that, but I don't think so because we met Alcane at some point. He had yeah. been he had not disappeared from Tellraine Reality. They, yet. they, they oh. said
1: time works weirdly in the dream world. That's true. Although we don't know if it could have actually gone back in time or if it could have just been like, you know, different amounts of time pass at the same rate. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it could be though. I mean,
2: like yeah, it, that would be interesting. I mean, it wouldn't be very helpful to either of them really.
1: Yeah, it would. Still- I mean, she's still spun out of the pattern, right? Yeah, but maybe she'll just go back into the the pattern when she dies. Maybe, maybe right? Maybe everything's fine, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uno's got okay and everything's fine. <laughs> but Birgitta and Uno are still on board with plan: steal horses and run away.
0: Uh, Nicola, because Nicola...
1: Oh, yeah, Nicola. Yeah. yeah. One of the, the other three women they brought from Tenchigo. Yeah,
0: Yeah, from Tanchico. Nicola hears Birgitta talking about different ages and things like that. So Nicola might...
2: Does she? It's unclear whether she actually overheard. They don't know that she overheard, yeah, but, but she, she, she might She did have. sneak up on them. Yeah. Time, she might have.
0: Birgitta says, Time changes things. I hardly recognize half those tales myself and the other half not at all. So we know she at least heard that, so we don't know. Yeah, right? Yeah.
1: And what else? Apparently Nicola's become a pretty sharp character you know always Mm -hmm. weighing and measuring and and looking for an angle so who knows what she's heard yeah and and i guess we don't know if she can be trusted either
2: i I think she's a forsaken which which one
0: Semiraj, maybe
2: Semirage? okay okay Okay. i was thinking uh what's his name
1: the uh, samuel probably Samael. he's she's Samael? yeah yeah (laughs) he's short she's short ish if he was going to pretend to be somebody, wouldn't he pretend to be somebody tall? Like, that's Samael's uh, speed, right? No, you're right. That's a good point. Nicola could
0: be tall. We don't know. Oh, shit. You that's know,
2: good point. You know who? It's what? Bale? Bael? Bale. He's super tall. He's the tallest person
1: anyone's ever seen. That's Samael. Their the names f- are even similar. Oh, my God. Sambael. Sam Right. Oh, shit. You heard it here first, folks. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracy confirmed. Anyway, yeah, so... Uh, Nicola. Oh, yeah. Nicola. Probably forsaken
2: Probably do Andred. <laughs> Nicola Dredd. Yeah, Nic- no, Nicol Nicola And, and Bael is definitely Sam Bael. Sam Biel. <laughs> yeah. uh, Did Bael have a scar on his face? Probably. probably. <laughs> he's nail, <he's> right? <laughs> he <has lots laughs> They've all got scars on their face. They don't even notice it, right? <laughs> uh I do want to point out uh, one little this is not important, but uh when Naive is trying to convince Brigitte to help her out with the spying thing. She calls her a man-brained idiot, which is a a pretty
1: good insult. (laughs) That is a pretty solid insult. Yeah, that's pretty good. And because it it insults both the person you're talking to and half of humanity. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You're as dumb as half of all humanity. (laughs) So the two Aes Sedai, instead of making her do chores, are grilling her for information about Rand, which apparently has happened many times. What Um, is the purpose of this? I, I was looking for like... A, a a hidden
2: something here because Ugh, I said
0: me. I don't fucking share information with each other ever
1: well half the things she said they were like oh we already know that we've mm-hmm. already heard that you know well yeah. it, it makes sense to me because they don't know what's going to be important and any bit of information at all might be important about Rand because he's Tal Varen and the dragon reborn and everything so. why now? I think it's just been going on forever that's what she thinks she thinks oh th- not this again oh. so it's just been happening since she got here so after that, Nynaeve sneaks in to listen in on the hall because Nynaeve is a loose cannon. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Let's like, go spy in some like Aes Sedai. This whole chapter she's been told by, like, by Elaine. She, she, okay, she's been told by her peer, Elaine. She's been told by Mogedian, uh, an ancient evil wizard with powers she can't comprehend. And she's been told by Birgitta, a hero out of legend, that listening in on Aes Sedai is a bad idea. <laughs> getting caught or, or you know yeah this is, there's just so many ways this is go wrong Yeah, she's like
2: I'm going to go spy some Aes Sedai she
1: is a mad woman it's just, why would you do this
2: <laughs> I, I mean, love it. it I love it because she just makes shit happen she just does it and you know she actually does a pretty good job of it she doesn't like immediately get oh yeah remember that time she snuck up on land that's uh, real impressive she's really good at sneaking Yeah, it's her, her skill she's like hanging outside the window because everyone's like oh magic listening. she's like Africa Face Punch. That's Nynaeve's <laughs> special move is not using magic. <laughs> That's right. She's like walked up to the window and just like listens. She's like
0: a less capable Mogedian.
2: <laughs> oh my God, you're
1: right. <laughs> Nynaeve is mogedian There's only one person. There's never been two people. <laughs> <laughs> True. Have we ever seen Nynaeve and Mulgedian, uh in, in, the, same in the same room at the same time? Together. Yes. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Literally I mean, it's in a this lot, chapter a and a
0: lot of other times.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, okay. I mean, for all we know, though, like, it is Nynaeve and Nynaeve has gone crazy. Well, And there's only one person there and Elaine actually has everything. The...
1: Yeah, right. And Elaine's playing along because she's getting all this amazing information out of her. Oh, shit.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
2: wait, so who, is Nynaeve Mogadian or is Mogadian naive? Ny- yes. Okay.
1: and So, so <laughs>
2: Mogadien is, is from is the a,
1: two rivers. This is how Mogedian hides so well. She doesn't even know who she is. <laughs> wow. This, this, this makes perfect sense. Mogi. Brilliant. <laughs> Mogief. Or
0: Ninevian.
1: Ninev- I like Ninevian. 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 Yeah, Wake like up that. sheeple. Wake up sheeple. Wake up sheeple. Ninevian confirmed. So she overhears a bunch of cryptic stuff that we don't know what it means. Yeah, it's like even spying, we don't get anything useful. This is all half information. Yeah, they're talking me. about how they've... Yeah, it's it's an argument between the emissary from the tower, Tarn Affair, and the like Sherium's crew. I don't know if they even have a name, but she's trying to the she says behind the the little tower. Yeah, the tower power. <laughs> 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 and uh but they're saying she's like, "Well, get your shit together." And they're like, "Oh yeah, fuck off."
0: Mhm. And, and they're they're they have a biddable child that they're waiting on to bring. Whatever that
1: means. Yeah. yeah we don't we know don't, what that means. We don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh yeah, so more plans, we don't know what's going on. And Nynaeve gets completely busted by Theodrin. Who doesn't say anything, which is more suspicious than anything else. <laughs> right, yeah. Theodron catches her spying on the, the leadership, and she's like, okay, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, right? And They just go on, they go on to, because the, Theodron is helping her break through her block. Yeah. So, I, I don't know, this strikes me as a very Aes Sedai move. Like a clean Aes Sedai move. Uh-huh. Now she has something on Nynaeve. Mm-hmm. I guess. And Nynaeve is somebody you want to have leverage
2: over. So maybe there's nothing nefarious here. Maybe Theodron just sees this as like a, a, a piece
1: that she now has in her pocket. That's my read. It's, I feel like that's what Moraine would have done, right? Moraine wouldn't have gone tattling on her. Moraine would have been like, okay, I've got another thread tied to you now. Because mm, I, can, I can burn you. Moraine would have made it known that she had a thread. Uh she would have made it I mean, well, Nyene knows she has a thread, right? Mm-hmm. She totally knows. So maybe like the cool way to play it is you don't mention it. Let her sweat it out. Maybe. Conceivably. Yeah. But then
2: there's another person. Wait, so which Forsaken is Theodrin then? Theodorin is just Black Aja. Oh, just straight up vanilla Black Aja? Yeah, yeah. Working for Magedian, who's actually naive. That's why she <laughs> didn't say anything. She's like, oh, this is just one of this is just my this, Forsaken. This spying. is just what Mogedia does. She does this all the time. <laughs> she's spying, she's listening. This is what she does. But there's somebody else who also
1: catches them. We don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another woman is watching them from a second-story window. So she gets double-caught. This is yeah, why you don't spy I die. Yeah, it goes real bad. <laughs> we don't know what the, the ramifications of this are going to be, but we know they're not going to be good. Right. So that's it for this episode. Next week, we're going to read chapters 13 through 15 of Lord of Chaos. I am Jeff Lake. That's at Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter.
0: I'm Alice Sullivan. That's at Alice M. Sullivan.
1: I'm Mike Sparkman, and I still don't have one of those. <laughs> If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at the
0: We love hearing from you.
1: And please share us with anybody you think will like this. Please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash armadillo podcasting club. Uh, if you like this podcast, you might like our Harry Potter podcast, which is the same type of deal, called MWA, Muggles with Attitude. Please like us in real life. We're so likable. Until next time, the, the light, light you. you.